Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of the DBPT podcast. My name's Dave Ballantyne, and I'm your host. Um, and the point of this podcast is not just to add more noise to an already crowded podcast world of fitness and nutrition. It's to first and foremost help you guys with any questions that you have um, to help any of you who are clients who have questions and to also, for my benefit, clarify my thoughts on a lot of topics. Um, it's easy for me to talk to a client and kind of express an idea for their specific uh, problem or, or issue that they're having. Um, what's more interesting to me is to be able to clarify my thoughts for you guys in a way that can help as many people as possible. So that's the aim for the podcast. Um, like I say, it's to help you guys first and foremost. So if you want to send me any questions, you can contact me through my email, which is dave at edinburghpt.com. It's edinburgh-pt.com. Um, you can get me through Instagram, Dave Ballantyne Personal Training, and I'll put the links and stuff into the show notes. So... Um, I thought I'd start off with a little bit about my story, how I got into PT and whatnot, um, and then I'll get on with answering a couple of questions I've had this week from clients. Uh, so, growing up, I was always into kind of sports and, and being pretty active. Um, I played basketball for a long time, um, didn't get particularly far with it, played local league for quite a number of years, which is fun. Um, and that's where I got into the gym first. Um, an old basketball coach of mine got me into the gym uh, to help me get a little bit stronger. Um, I'm quite tall, so if you can imagine a teenage age Dave, who was 6'4", uh, and about 80 kilos, um, that's not very heavy for a, a guy that tall. Um, and to stop getting pushed around and whatnot, um, from some of the bigger guys and the heavier guys, uh, I started working out. Um, didn't really know what I was doing. I got a decent program from my coach, but he kind of moved on shortly after. And I was kind of left to my own devices. So I've made a lot of training errors and nutrition errors over my time. Um, past most of those now, but I'm always looking to learn new things and, and new approaches. Um after uni, I did a few kind of bits and pieces of jobs. Uh, I actually trained as an air traffic controller for a while, which was quite cool. Wasn't quite good enough to make it all the way through, but I did learn a lot of a really interesting, very valuable stuff that I've been able to carry over into my PT career. I spent some time in retail, um, fairly high-end retail, which was quite good fun, quite interesting to meet a lot of variety of people. Um, but realised quite quickly that that was never going to be a long-term option for me. Um, got into the PT largely because uh, my wife, who was my fiancé at the time, um, said, you know, just give it a go, what have you got to lose? And I'd been thinking about it for a while, took the course, and every time I learned something new, I loved it more and more and got more interested, asked more questions, uh, found more answers and really kind of went down the rabbit hole of a lot of training and nutrition ideas. Um, qualified, was lucky enough to get through the selection process at Virgin Active, 
Um, I worked there for four years before deciding to go self-employed when they were taken over by Nuffield uh, and haven't looked back since. Um, I now train um, a relatively small number of one-to-one clients. Um, we have a, a young daughter, so I don't want to be out all the time. Um, and I'm lucky enough that I've got a very good bunch of clients who are very flexible in their, their times that are available for me to be able to coach them. Um, I also have an online training business, uh, which allows me to train a lot more people and have a much bigger impact without having to spend all my hours on the gym floor. So that's a very quick, rough and ready about me. Um, So let's look at a couple of questions that I got from clients. So one of them was, uh, let me find it here. Um, If I want to lose weight, what is more important um, is it training or is it nutrition or is it both? And what sort of percentages are, are they most important in? Um, and that's a really good question. It's, it gets down to the, the heart of what a lot of people are looking for. Um, and the way that I think about it is this. Um, fat loss um, is driven by a calorie deficit. Okay, you eat less food than you, you need, or you take in fewer calories than your body needs um, over a consistently, can, you do that consistently over a fairly long period of time. Um, and because you're not taking in as much fuel as your body needs, it has to pull fuel from the fat stores that you have, which are basically just stored energy um, to use for day-to-day activities. Okay, so a calorie deficit from your diet is what is going to drive fat loss. Sorry, that's not true. It's going to drive weight loss, okay? But to steer that weight loss in the direction of fat loss, so you're losing predominantly fat stores and you're managing to retain as much muscle mass as you can, you need to, one, make sure you're getting enough protein in your diet, um, which will have two effects. One, it'll help you keep feeling fuller for longer, and two, it will save your protein uh, in the form of muscles from being broken down and used um, as fuel when your body needs it. It doesn't happen that easily, but if you don't have a high enough protein diet, you will start to lose a little bit of muscle mass. The second part of that is you need to train um, with weights to kind of maintain the muscle mass that you have, okay? So, the answer, and that will be in a long-winded way, is both. And they're both equally important. You can't get much in the way of fat loss just from exercising more. You will find that when you look at the numbers, the amount of calories burned um, via exercise, even fairly intense exercise, isn't that high compared to what you can do by just cutting your diet down by 10 or 20% uh, from your maintenance calories. Um, But in order to maintain as much lean mass as you can and lose more fat mass, you need to be training pretty hard two to four times a week in order to uh, help maintain that muscle mass. Okay, so that's it. You drive the result from uh, a dietary side of things and you steer it towards fat loss via training, okay? 
Uh, the second question that I've got is, do you need to track calories in order to get a result? Um, and this one is an answer that comes up often in the fitness and nutrition world. It depends, okay? You do not have to catch out calories if you're going to want to see a, a fat loss result. Um, but that depends on you being aware of how much food you're taking in uh, on a daily basis, okay? And for a lot of people, that is a very difficult thing to do. We tend to underestimate how much calories are in or how many calories are in the foods that we eat. Um, and sometimes we're just not aware of snacks that we have, you know, kind of mindless eating type idea. So if you're quite new to trying fat loss or if you've been trying for a while and not seen a result, um, for many people, I would suggest that tracking calories for a couple of weeks, maybe a month, is actually a really good way to do it. Um, it gives you a better understanding of how much food you're taking in, um, where your baseline of calories is, and from that, it's very easy to, to take off you know, a 10 or 20% calorie deficit, um, get to grips with how much food that actually is uh, via tracking, and then gradually phase out tracking for a couple of days at a time. Um, maybe tracking for two days at the start of the week, not tracking Wednesday through Friday, and then tracking at the weekend just to stay on track. Um, and gradually removing days where you track um, and replacing them with days where you do it a little bit more based off intuition and knowledge. Um, if you have been quite good at tracking previously, and you have a reasonable amount of knowledge, it can also act as a bit of an accountability tool, okay? Um, every time you go to track a piece of uh, food that you're going to eat, um, you have to write that down or keep a track of it somehow. That's going to make you think about whether or not you're actually hungry or if you're just responding to habit. Um, and we get into the habit idea in, in future episodes. Um, so if you're quite new to to uh, trying to lose body fat and you haven't really got a good awareness around food, tracking can be a really good tool. But the thing to remember is that it is just data, okay? Um, some people I don't have track tra have tracking their food simply because it can become quite obsessive, um, that you, you it becomes a crutch that you have to rely on all the time. And it can lead into kind of disordered eating patterns which, you know, going to cause a lot more problems than than anything else um, so if you think that is potentially an issue you need to be considering then the other way is just to keep a food log you know you're not weighing and tracking calories as such but you're tracking uh, what you have approximate amounts and maybe the time of day that you have it and use that written record or photographic record is actually quite good. You just take photos of each meal. Um, to compare with uh, smaller meal portions later on and kind of how you're going to be able to kind of progress down that route. Um, so hopefully that answers that question. Uh, no, you do not have to track calories, but it certainly can help for a lot of people in establishing a baseline and getting you started, okay? 
Um, my goal for most people is, or actually for everybody, is to not have to track calories forever. It's incredibly boring. I mean, like, I hate it. But every now and again, I will do it just to make sure that I'm staying on track. Your goal is to create a better awareness of around food and be able to um, make better decisions based off that knowledge and awareness that you've built up via tracking for a short amount of time, okay? Um, so if you have, hopefully that helps. Um, and if you have any other questions, like I say, I'll put my contact details in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to get any feedback. Um, I know that I ramble a little bit and possibly get a little bit off track now and again, but that will only improve with practice, right? That's the whole point of this um, process um, is, is kind of getting better at it as I go along. So any feedback would be great. Um, I would love it if you shared with this with anybody who might have those questions. Um, and if you have any questions, please, please, please get in touch and I will be happy to help. Have an awesome rest of your day. Thank you so much for checking out the first episode and hopefully hear from you soon.